Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to Season 1, Episode 8 of The The Castle Castle Chat. Hello friends, welcome back to Episode 8. We are literally near the end of Season 1, which is so crazy. I know, we've 8 of 9. We're we're on our last leg here for season one. If you have made it to episode eight, thank you so much for hanging around and uh, getting to know a little bit more about the Castle Chat and a little bit more about us. So this episode is going to be Ask Us Anything. Kate, what does that mean? It means exactly what you just (laughs) said. Literally, ask us anything. We put out some polls and some question boxes, whatever the... literal term is for Instagram um, to our followers and listeners just putting out uh, an opportunity for them to ask us whatever they wanted. Yeah, could be about Disney, could be about our lives, really anything. Yeah, you ready to answer some uncomfortable or fun questions? Oh yeah, let's jump right in. Fresh back from Disney World. Oh yeah, everybody. How you feeling? Oh my gosh. I'm so sad that I'm not there anymore, but I was so excited to have the opportunity to go and experience the 50th anniversary. Yeah, you were there right, literally right after the actual 50th anniversary. So I was there second weekend, so. Was it crazy? It was crazy. It was also Columbus Day weekend, so there were a lot of people there, but... The magic was in the air. I was so excited. I cried. I saw Mickey and Minnie in their celebration 50th outfits, and I was just, I was so excited. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad that you got to go and kept me informed on all the fun happenings, but I'm also so glad to have you back next to me. I'm excited to be back recording more episodes and hanging out with the Castle Chat peeps. So fun. Absolutely. So we're going to answer some questions that are followers and listeners sent in yes you want to grab out of the bag okay random number one grabbing out of the bag number one people want to know how did you and i meet i feel like this is kind of an ambiguous answer like we met through social media kind of but also through mutual friends yes we have lots of friends that are they were friends with court and friends with me separately Mm -hmm. but because we knew of each other we never really hung out but i knew of you i think i followed you on instagram and was like oh my gosh this girl loves disney too (laughs) that was definitely how it was sparked we also were a part of the same college ministry yes in college um so that's kind of how i knew of yeah, I was. Uh, I'm a little oh, older, so you are we a little bit. I want to tell a funny story about okay. your dance. Oh, okay, tell the story. So one night at our college ministry, they were doing a series called Bad Blood. <laughs> <laughs> and oh boy! It was obviously a spinoff on Taylor Swift, talking about bad blood and relationships with your friends, and and uh, there was a dance number that happened at the beginning. And Caitlin is a dancer, y'all. And she came out and she did this dance and I was like, I wanna be her friend. I wanna be her friend, she's so cool. 
And uh, it was, I don't know, it was a cool way to kick off the series at church. But uh, as soon as I saw that performance, that's the first ever memory I have of you is you on stage dancing to Bad Blood by Taylor Swift, which I was like, this girl, look at her go. I know. That whole thing happened kind of randomly. I found out about what was happening and the name of the series and kind of threw out the idea, hey, it'd be fun to do a dance yeah. and make it a little edgy so <laughs> make a church edgy yeah so uh, me and my good friends put together a little dance number and got people excited for oh yeah something a little different at church yeah it was definitely fun I remember I don't even know what year that was but I was in college and I just thought this girl is so cool and she could dance so well I want to be her friend <laughs> And like you said, I feel like through the years we knew of each other, somehow follow each other on Instagram, and then our secret, or not even our secret love for Disney, is pretty obvious that we both love Disney through our Instagrams and started chatting about it more, and then we were like, oh my gosh, like, we need to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> we have so much in common. And now look at us. We have a podcast. I know. Crazy how it all happened. But yeah, we just met kind of through mutual friends and being in the same places often, and Hit it off. No, and now I'm friends with the girl that danced to Bad Blood. Goal achieved. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have got to be friends with her. And here I am. I'm friends with you. Wow. Okay. That's so fun. Okay. That was question number one. But that's good. Yeah. Um, okay. Question number two. Do you prefer the live actions to the original films? I think this is a loaded question because it depends. Mm. Very much depends. There are certain ones that... I will never watch the live action before I watch the animated original version. Mm. And there are other ones where my go-to is actually the live action. Mm. So I kind of split on this one. I think it depends on, on the production and what the story specifically spoke to me about. Yeah, I would agree with you that I think it really does depend on the movie. Um, it's hard to just write off the original films like oh yeah i definitely prefer the live action over it because those are the reasons why they are live actions is because they're such the originals are such classics right um so i wouldn't i don't think i could accurately answer that like i definitely prefer one over the other because there are times i'm like down to watch the animated version sure or like i'm i want to hear you know I want to hear Emma Watson sing <laughs> as beauty as beauty from not as beauty as Belle gosh um from Beauty and the Beast so I think it just really depends for me yeah I think that's a that's a tough one but truly I love a lot of things Disney so it'd be hard for me to if I had to choose to watch one of the versions forever my answer is going to be different for every option yeah. uh, some I would choose the original some I would choose live action so agree yeah. i agree that was a pretty easy question all right question number three has ratatouille opened and has anyone reviewed it okay so for anybody that doesn't know the context of this question ratatouille remy's ratatouille adventure is a new ride that opened at walt disney world at epcot actually on october 1st it was originally in the paris parks um so now it has brought its way over to florida and neither of us have been on it have we? You didn't no, go on it, did no, you? No, I No, because you went after, you went before October 1st. I don't yeah. know why I thought you went before I did, like a week before. <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, she was there. <laughs> I wish I was there. No, I haven't ridden it yet either. Um, I have, I've heard good things. Um, I personally have a hard time with attractions that are screen-based. So I'm curious to see how 
easy it is for me to ride it. I know with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, mm -hmm. it's not 3D, so I'm not having to wear glasses, which a lot of times are the rides that mess with me. Um, so it's nice that there are no glasses, but like I was saying, with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, there are definitely some parts where it's a little sensory overload for my eyes, and I have a hard time really tracking the story of the ride just because it's really hard to look at what it everything going on in front of me so yeah. I'm curious if Remy's is similar or if it's a little toned down um yeah I'm interested too I really wanted to ride it while I was just there but we actually did not have an Epcot park reservation and currently the ride is operating on a virtual queue meaning that you have to have a park reservation to even have a <laughs> chance of getting a boarding pass to get on the ride you have mm -hmm. opportunities to log into the app and sign up for a spot um so because we did not have a park reservation for the morning times we the only opportunity we had is try to get it at two o'clock which the only other slot they have available to try and get them is 1 p.m and by 1 15 all the slots were taken so we weren't able to ride it which was sad but we did get to see the area mm -hmm. around ratatouille and the new expanded France Pavilion, which is awesome. I think that they did a really good job of expanding that pavilion and making it really feel like you've stepped into the movie before you even get on the attraction. Yeah. Um, I'm very intrigued by the attraction. I also don't do great with screens, but I do like the concept of being like shrunken down to the size of a mouse and like seeing everything almost like a honey, I shrunk the kids moment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so I think. The ride itself, all I've heard is that it's really cute and um, really follows the the movie theming very well. So if anybody has been on it that's listening and has a review for it, we yeah. would love to know. Let yeah. us know what you think of the Ratatouille ride. If you're really into spoiling things and you don't mind spoilers, I'm sure you could go on something like YouTube and oh, yeah. type in the ride and see it um, for yourself before even going, see if it's something you'd be interested in riding, or um, there might be some reviews without seeing the ride uh, on there as well. Yeah. But for both Court and I, we have not been on it at this time. Sad days. We will get on it soon. Of course. Whenever there's a new ride that opens and it becomes less popular. <laughs> yeah, or they get rid of the virtual queue. Yeah, they did that for Rise of the Resistance yes. recently, the really popular Star Wars attraction. and. Hollywood Studios it started as a vir virtual queue um, and even the process to get the virtual queues have changed now um, but that ride now no longer operates that way it's just a standard line you go get yeah. it, and it and wait and although when I was there the park like the wait times were pretty busy um, for that ride we were able to wait until the evening to ride it and I think we only waited like an hour so oh. which for a brand new attraction is easy money yeah, that's pretty standard, I think. Yeah. I, I would, if it were brand new and I'd never been on it, I'd wait, I would wait in that line. Yeah, we did. We waited it twice. It was very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> we were so glad to do it. So, all right, that was question number three. Question number four. What was the best new addition to the parks? This is mostly a question for you, Corey. It really since is. Since you just went. Because I just went. I've seen a couple of the 50th things, mm -hmm. but not even close to Yeah, this question... As, Whoever asked it, it was definitely in reference to the 50th anniversary. Mm -hmm. um, I personally really loved the Fab 50 statues. Were they out at all when you were there? They weren't. Not okay. at all. Oh my gosh. They, okay. 
So Disney came up with this concept of the Fab 50, and they picked 50 iconic Disney characters that they were going to make gold statues for and place them throughout all four parks. So you'll see like Nemo and Dory as a statue in like Animal Kingdom because they're obviously animals. So the the placement of the statues is also very relevant to the look like I mean they didn't just place they placed Toy Story ones in Hollywood Studios with the Star Wars ones it's very strategic and I really like that mm-hmm. um, and they have the main characters like Mickey Minnie and Donald and Pluto and all of them right around the castle which yeah. was very sweet but the statues are a lot bigger than I thought they're very beautiful very well crafted mm-hmm. um, they glimmer in the sun I'm sure they're fun to find too when you oh stumble across one or you're like, I know, I've seen that this one's somewhere. I gotta find it. And yes. it makes it a little bit of like a, a scavenger hunt. Yeah, some of them are not in plain sight. I did not, I tried to get a picture of every single one that I saw. Um, I haven't counted up how many I found, but I definitely missed a lot because I thought I couldn't, I couldn't find Tinkerbell. I know Tinkerbell is hidden in a tree. So, spoiler alert if you want to find Tinkerbell, she's in a tree somewhere near the castle. I think she's small too. She is small. Like Tinkerbell size. Yes. It's not as big as the other. I think so. But I do think that the... I honestly, when I saw them, I was like, they should keep these. I don't want them to get rid of them mm-hmm. <laughs> once the 50th passes. Um, it yeah, was really fun. I wonder fun. what they'll do with stuff like that that was no. for the 50th. I mean, they've done it over and over again where the stuff that they bring out for these anniversaries goes away. And I'm sure there's some yeah. type of warehouse somewhere that they go to. But uh-huh. um, those statues are cute. I would say from what I've seen on social media... I haven't seen it in person, but the Beacons of Magic, I think they're called. They're special um, new ways to light up the icons of each park. Um, I think that's a fun idea, but specifically Spaceship Earth. Oh my gosh. Girl I, got a glow up, literally. literally. Oh, I was almost going to say that as one of my favorite new additions because when, so I was actually, so she, I conveniently actually got to see the Beacons of Light the ceremony for Epcot because we were late for a dinner reservation and we walked in and it had started and I was like frozen like oh my goodness it's happening right now so on Spaceship Earth in between all the tiny little triangles or the Epcot ball if that's what you call it um in between all the little triangles they put LED lights so the whole ball just illuminates and it all the colors change and they're so bright oh my goodness it was so beautiful I was very impressed by Epcot yeah I definitely want those to stay I think the difference between Epcot and the other beacons is the other beacons are projections yes and Epcot is actual lights on Spaceship Earth um so for what it gives off in terms of the light that the the icon gives off it's so much more vibrant and catches your attention I think more so than than the other beacon projections that I've seen through YouTube or Instagram um, when people post so I I hope it sticks around long enough for me to see it oh I, I feel like maybe they'll leave those on spaceship Earth I feel like they might that's a lot to to take, take off. off especially when it's as popular as it seems people uh-huh. love it oh there's a ton there are tons of people getting videos and like just completely in awe of how beautiful it was so yeah hopefully they stay um, what did I enjoy most about my recent trip or you too because you recently went on a trip what did we enjoy most about our recent trips 
my trip in May was right after I graduated. It was kind of my celebration uh, for graduating. And I went with my husband, my little brother, and my mom. Uh, we stayed at the Riviera. And so yeah, it was great. I was really wowed by my experience at the Riviera. Going on a trip where you stay in a resort and you use that as an opportunity to be relaxed during your park days versus having mm. the hectic you've got to check all the boxes <laughs> every single ride every single snack um when we went we really just wanted to enjoy the parks for what they were enjoy flower and garden which was still going on um we had a very relaxing time we would go to the park in the morning we would come back and hang out by the pool in the afternoon and then go back in around dinner and eat and kind of stroll around. And yeah. I think just having a slower paced trip, um, which isn't my norm. I, we are yeah. not Florida locals. We don't get to go all the time like a lot of people um, that are, are avid Disney fans. So we go. We want to do as much as we can because we don't get to go often mm -hmm. and um, this time it was just kind of a relaxing summertime trip and I really enjoyed that I would say um, a discovery that I found on this trip is that the quick service pizza prima piatto at the Riviera is so good okay noted yeah I we ate it for lunch like every day it was so oh good. my gosh that sounds amazing and their little coffee shop uh, Le Petit I Cafe. Liked, liked I was a big fan of that as well. <laughs> yeah. So those are just little tidbits, not anything specific about things in the parks, but just um, I would say my most recent trip, full trip. Mm -hmm. um, that was what I enjoyed most. Aww. Yeah, I love that. And so sentimental. Mm -hmm. So much fun. I would say for my recent trip, um, I got to go with my boyfriend's family. There were 10 of us total. It was really fun getting to go to Disney with people that aren't as, like, knowledged in the Walt Disney World realm. It was nice to, like, see things from a different perspective um, and, like, be able to help and say, like, oh my gosh, we should try this or we should try that. That was something I had to balance, obviously, because I'm, like, the Disney freak and, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we gotta do this, oh, I gotta do this. And with them not knowing as much, like, we had to navigate that a little bit, but... I just really enjoyed getting to be with his family and kind of create those memories of us all together, eat at some places that I had not eaten at, like Wine Bar George, and where else did I eat that we didn't eat? I actually went to the Rainforest Cafe, which was actually a pleasant experience. I thought oh. it was, I was like, I, the last memory I have of a Rainforest Cafe, I was young and I remember I was crying, so I was like, <laughs> oh, Rainforest Cafe, so excited, but this actually was really fun and just different, and, um... Did you go to the one in Animal Kingdom? I did go to the one in Animal okay. Kingdom. It was a lot of fun, and also we were, we did a, only three park days, but we actually stayed in Orlando, um, the whole week, and got to actually have some time to relax and do Universal. And so, like, from this trip, it was nice to do things differently. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it wasn't my typical trip, but I really enjoyed doing something different. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Next question. We're getting out of some of the park stuff and into some more just regular Disney content here. Um, what Disney character do you relate most to and why? Do you know yours off the top of your head? I do. Okay. You go first. I don't think anyone's going to be surprised. 
Anna from Frozen. <laughs> no, I'm not surprised at all. No. Okay. Well, let me explain why. So I feel like Anna is very, she's very like giddy and she's intelligent, but I also think she could be very gullible and I relate to her <laughs> in that sense. Like she's very, um, she believes the best in everybody when she, sometimes yeah. she shouldn't. Yes. That's me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, sometimes I'm like, ooh, and then I'm like, oh, wait, I need to trust. Um, but sometimes I can be the opposite of that, too. I feel like I can either jump in too fast and not trust or, like, not jump in at all and not trust at all, if that makes any sense. I don't, mm-hmm. think, I don't know if I was explaining that correctly. I but think that's still true to Anna because in the first, in the first movie, she is very happy-go-lucky, yeah. believing the best. Han is the man, and then a lot happens. She gets betrayed um, and exposed to dark parts of the world. And then in the second movie, she doesn't trust Elsa to go and do what she wants to do. She needs to be right by her side. And so I think that's stays true. Telling my life. I'm a a psychologist on the side. (laughs) Oh, dentist gone psychologist. Yeah. I, I I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I just, I love that she is such a fun character and love that she gets to become queen at the end. Not saying that I'm ever obviously going to become a queen, but I relate to that. But <laughs> You're my I queen. just, I just like that she is this like fun sister and I like to think that I'm a fun sister. Yeah. Um, and I think she's a great like partner to Elsa and their adventures and I'm she's very loyal to her Mm -hmm. people and I'm a very loyal person um I just love seeing the way that her loyalty plays out across the movies like for her family and her friends and the kingdom and I just relate to that a lot yeah you're the queen of this castle court oh my god castle chat the castle chat queen I'll be the princess it's fine no you're the queen too we're gonna rule this kingdom okay but yeah, what about you? I would say the the character that came to my mind first, um, without really thinking, was Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Okay. Uh, I think her her story about having a dream to have her restaurant, oh. and she knows what she has to do. She works hard. She, you know, saves every penny. She's doing it to, you know, honor her dad's legacy. Um, and she runs into some things on the way and, you know, maybe believes thing believes in people that she shouldn't. She becomes a frog and has a little <laughs> hiccup. <laughs> but oh, I um, totally see how you're like her. But she regardless of the mishaps that come her way, she continues to pursue what yeah. she knows is in her heart and at the end, um, she achieves her dream and her goal and she gets to live that out. So I think that for me, that's when I think of a Disney character, um, I feel like I can relate to yeah. uh, the storyline of having a dream, knowing exactly what you want to do and chasing after it, mm-hmm. regardless of speed bumps and obstacles that are put in your way. Yes, queen. I just named you queen there. <laughs> that is totally you. Okay. If you could have any Disney animal as a pet, who would you pick? This is kind of a tough one because there are so many. Oh, yeah. That Are we doing... What's the... 
confined category. Any Disney animal, like main character, or are they like meant to be sidekick pets? Hmm. I think any any animal. Like if you wanted Simba to be your pet, like you could have Simba as your pet. Okay. I'm not gonna tell you no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I I know mine. Do you know yours? I don't. I need to think. You you answer first on this one. Okay. I would go with Dodger from Oliver and Company. I love, I love Dodger. He's one of my favorites in general. I love that movie. Um, For those of you who are unfamiliar, Oliver and Company is a spin on Oliver Twist in Mm -hmm. an animated form. um, And it's in cat and dog uh, (laughs) (laughs) translation, animation translation. Um, So... He's a cool dog. He's the leader of the pack, and <laughs> he breaks down his, you know, hard wall to be cool, to really yeah. um, care for this other character in the movie, and puts that character's needs first. And so he just seems like a really loyal pup, and I would love to just have him around. Oh, I'm also pup. a dog person, Don't easily. Tell Penny. Yeah, Penny would be upset. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. Let me think. I feel like I'm leaning more towards the fish category, which is what I've never had a fish in my life. But (laughs) in this moment, I'm like, I want a fish as a pet. And if I had to pick a fish, I would pick Flounder. That's a sweet one. Yeah. I just feel like he's so fun and sweet and kind and loyal. Yeah, and he needs someone to care for him. So he'd be a good one to have as a pet because he'd be really appreciative of all the little things. Only if he can talk. True. He has to talk. Yeah, that makes a difference. If he doesn't talk, I don't want him. Mm -hmm. That's that's the line I'm drawing in the sand there. If I'm going to get a fish, it has to talk and it has to be flounder. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay. That's fine. All right. Oh, this one's emotional. Do you have a favorite Disney memory? You want me to... Kick us off? Yeah, kick with us off. This I'm particular still thinking. Question. This is my okay. thinking face. So the two things that I have in my mind for my favorite Disney memories, I could throw in a handful of specific things that have happened each trip that I go. I have a little journal that I keep for myself. And oh. when I get back from trips, I write down my favorite memories from that trip so I can go back and be like, oh my gosh, I forgot about the time that this <laughs> cast member did this or that my, I have younger siblings and I think I've mentioned this before, but I've watched them grow up in, in Disney. So yeah. seeing their little milestones, riding rides and those things, I have so many specific ones that I could recall that are favorites. Um, I would say overall best Disney memory ever in my mind. In 2015, okay, day after Christmas, we Court and I live in a beach town, so <laughs> we are in our our hometown. We're hanging out. My dad and my husband are big time surfers. They mm-hmm. love surfing. Any chance that they can get. Day after Christmas was pretty warm here. wasn't too bad. The waves were nice. Mm-hmm. My husband and my dad went surfing at the time. Uh, it was Sam was my fiance. Um, we just got engaged, <laughs> so um, they went surfing. They got out of the water. We were all just kind of sitting together as a family, and my dad made the joke, "Man, if it's this nice in North Carolina, I wonder how nice it is in Orlando." 
And so we literally on the spot pulled up a phone, saw that it was like sunny and 75 all week. And we all kind of looked at each other and my, my parents were like, do you want to go? Oh my gosh. That's so awesome. So same, like same day packed, got in a car, drove down day after Christmas completely spontaneous had zero plan we booked our hotel booked our tickets in the car on the way down oh my god and it was the first time that sam and i he was my fiance at the time like i said um had ever been to disney together so it was so fun i finally got to take my prince to see the castle and um it was like just a crazy there's something about spontaneity that just makes you feel alive and excited and um so for all of us to pile up in the car and just literally within two hours pack and leave was (laughs) so crazy and it's a it's an eight hour drive for us (laughs) so (laughs) that's a fun memory though yeah super fun you're right the spontaneity that is awesome man i don't know if i can top that sorry (laughs) i have a lot of not that that was my goal ever but I have a lot of really great Disney memories, but I think uh, there's two that are that really like ring in my mind. Um, one of them super simple. <laughs> one is um, I was with my friend Ashley, and we were on Slinky Dog Dash, <laughs> and we had gotten all the way at the back. We were in the back, like last row. We went on Slinky Dog Dash, and we like the back of Slinky Dog. The very last row is lined up directly with one of the cast members, like where they're pushing the button to make the ride go. And we were like, oh my gosh, that was awesome. And the wait was like an hour long. We'd waited an hour to ride this ride. We were on it. And the guy looks at us after he hears us saying, we had so much fun. He was like, well, stay where you're at. You can ride again if you want. <gasps> and so we didn't have to get off and we got to ride it again. And that had never happened to me ever. And I just felt like, I feel like a princess. Oh my gosh. Like, I get to stay and so we just got to stay there and and go on the next ride and we had so much fun doing it back to back and I just it was very sweet to see a cast member like see us really excited about that and let us ride twice so that was definitely one of my favorite Disney memories but also I think the memory that tops them all is um, I took my mom for her 50th birthday to Disney World and she had never been oh and um, her face when we like got into Magic Kingdom I have a video of how excited she was like she wasn't even she didn't even see the castle yet it was just like going underneath like the the tunnel with the train station above just like seeing the first initial part of main street and she was so excited and me and my sister it was like our present to give to her to take her and it was so sweet i love to see her at 50 years old experiencing the disney magic for the first time that's so special so mom if you're listening i love you and i had the best time with you on your birthday so so sweet i love your little shout outs to your mom i love you mom (laughs) (laughs) my church is like not listen to this one you better listen mom she's listening (laughs) she's definitely listening okay wow now i'm all emotional we have like three or four more questions how can i do disney cheap for a weekend this is another loaded question you can't do Disney cheap. Um, <laughs> you can find budget ways to do Disney, but Disney as a whole is just, it's an expensive thing. Um, so it's only so cheap that you can make it, but we do have some tips and tricks. When you hear Disney weekend, do you have a budget that comes to your mind price-wise? What do you typically see as like a, a number? 
feel like people are always curious under about thousand. that. Yeah, I would say 800. Yeah. I think when I think cheap Disney weekend, how can I budget it to get everything I want, mm-hmm. but still, you know, make decisions that make it more economical. I think about $800 between your transportation, your tickets into the park, which is honestly the most expensive part. And yeah. then food. There the, are cheap the other- ways to do food, though. I'm I've become quite the expert at the whole pack your own lunch scenario. I would say. Okay, let's start there. Talk about how to budget your your food, your dining. Okay, budget dining, PB and J's. Great start. Even if you're flying, a butter knife, peanut butter, jelly, some bread. Slap some sandwiches together in some Ziplocs. Pretty easy to put together. You don't need to like keep meat or cheese refrigerated like, it's very easy to do where do you get your bread pb and j <laughs> from walmart here in town and i'd throw it in my suitcase oh really you throw your bread in your suitcase <laughs> yeah <you know. laughs> okay the bread ends up being a little bit mushy but if you have a car once you're in disney definitely go to a grocery store and get that but if you like most chances when i'm going for a weekend trip usually i'm flying in to maximize my time um And I've already got those items ahead of me because I don't have a car once I get there. Yeah. You can also do, I uh, can't remember which specific services are available, but you can also do grocery delivery services and have groceries, order them online and have them delivered to your hotel. Um, I've heard of people doing that. So if you're wanting to, if you're flying in, you don't have a car to put any non-perishable groceries in, you could see what options are available to you um, to have some simple items delivered to your hotel room yeah Um, i that's a great idea did not know that i know you could do like um like what's it called like cvs pharmacy like drugs type mm -hmm, thing too mm -hmm. they have a drug company that you can um order like medications and stuff from which is very helpful um but i tried my first place that i tried to budget the most is food because it's harder to to really budget on a hotel and tickets because you can only make those so cheap but with food like i try to take a protein bar for breakfast and um at least cover one of my meals with sandwich and cheese its and just mm-hmm. like really easy snacks i can throw in my bag because disney does allow you to bring food into the parks you yeah. do not have to um lock it up as mo- some other theme parks do not allow you to bring food in so yeah. definitely utilize that if you can and then that kind of leaves me with getting one meal in the parks and it's usually dinner and maybe a snack but i end up saving a lot of money food wise mm-hmm. by doing that um yeah with hotels i would say if you're trying to budget stay at a value resort if you're going to stay on property yeah for sure i think there's a couple of ways that you can do it you can if you're flying in and you don't have transportation i think you kind of have to stay on property unless you're wanting to rent a car yeah and when it boils down to how much you're paying to rent a car per day versus how much extra you'd pay to stay on disney property at a mm-hmm. value resort i feel like it usually ends up bouncing out and it makes more sense to stay on property yes so that's where i usually fall with a cheap weekend mm-hmm. staying in a value resort i you don't have to pay for parking yeah you don't have to pay for parking you get free transportation unfortunately magical express is going away so you do have to pay for transportation from the airport yes. to the hotel in the near future which isn't that bad i mean it's under $30 I think yeah um, it's not it, it won't be it's not bad I mean versus like paying $25 a day to park in yeah. the parks but um some people think you know driving is going to save you a lot more money um, but it really is a matter of weighing out time versus money if yeah. you 
if you're incorporating time into a budget, because I think if you're maximizing time off work as well, mm-hmm. like flying might be a better option for you if you're close by. Sometimes they have pretty cheap flights that go into um, MCO. There's a lot of Spirit and Frontier lines yeah, of flights definitely. that I see, which helps make it cheaper. But sometimes, sometimes I- driving makes it significantly cheaper, especially if you're able to fit that in with your schedule yeah. um, on the front and the back end. The other way that you can budget is look at what time of year you're trying to go. Yes. I think that that plays, um, that's a factor with transportation, flight prices, and hotel prices. Oh, um, so if you're looking for a cheap weekend, go mm-hmm. in the off season. Don't go around Christmas. Don't go around any holiday. Yeah. Don't go around a weekend where you have Monday off. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I know it makes, <laughs> it makes people want to plan for a Disney weekend when you know you have a free day off of work. But just realize that hundreds of thousands of people are thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> so yes. the parks are super crowded. There are a lot of, I think people think if Disney is busy all the time and there really are some good pockets um, where you just have to think strategically about what else is going on, schools mm-hmm. and holidays, and you can find that, that right weekend to go. So. Yeah. So in summary, pack your food, try to weigh the option between driving and flying. Yep. Is the time you spent in the car worth the amount of money you save in gas or airline tickets? Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes airline tickets can be cheaper than gas, to be honest, depending on when you want to go. Also for where us. you're coming from. Yeah, for us. If it's an yeah, eight-hour drive. from California to Florida, it's yeah. a long drive. Okay, fair enough. From where we live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the coast of North Carolina. Yes. Um... We, we mentioned resorts, staying value, mm-hmm. or running a car, staying cheap off property. Yes. Um, whichever one weighs out to be a more convenient option for you. And then I think the and, and time of year that you choose to go. I think the last bit is setting a hard budget for mm-hmm. merchandise. Mm-hmm. Because every time I go, I see something that I want to bring home with me. And if I'm trying to do a cheap weekend, I have to say, okay, I'm giving myself... 50 bucks yeah. you know disney merchandise is expensive so is expensive. for me to get a mug and something else that's 50 bucks exactly. um so telling yourself you know this is my hard budget oftentimes i'll buy a gift card okay. and when i spend that gift card my free oh. my extra money is up that's my budget it that's helps a good me idea. not overswipe my card some people even like as they're doing groceries like months leading up to their trip they'll buy a disney gift card while they're getting their groceries mm-hmm. and save them as a way to spend them which is also i think could be beneficial to save that disney money yeah. over time yeah if you have a target card which i'm a big proponent of all things target if you have a target <laughs> card you save five percent on things that you buy so you can get a Disney gift card, a $50 Disney gift card, save 5% on your purchase, and you're actually pocketing just a little bit of change back, so um, you know, if every penny counts that's another thing that you can do We just want to say thank you for everybody that submitted a question, Uh, I know most of them were Disney related versus personal, but we are always here to answer any of the questions that you have and we'll continue to do these episodes moving forward in future seasons so you guys will Definitely have the opportunity to ask more questions if your question didn't get answered on this episode. We're looking forward to answering more in the future. Absolutely. I really um, enjoy seeing any and all interaction. Um, We always say we want this to be a conversation between us and all Disney lovers, not just 
me and Quirt. So um, whether that be email or DM, where can they find us outside of this episode to ask us questions? Yeah. You guys can email us at thecastlechat at gmail.com or you can send us a direct message on Instagram. You can follow us at thecastlechat. We hit a we hit a tiny little milestone this week on our Instagram. We did. We hit a thousand followers. Wow, a thousand of you. That's so fun. Yeah. I know it's for a lot of people. It's a small milestone. There are people out there with hundreds of thousands of followers, but every single one of you, all one thousand, you all are very special to us. Yes. Thank you so much for listening and for being here. Small shop shout out. Small shop shout out. <laughs> we are back with our small shop shout out, and today our small shop is Cute Zoe Designs. What does this company make? They make bucket hats. Okay, bucket hats are so in right they now. They are so in. I do not own a bucket hat, but I feel like I should after seeing Cute Zoe Designs designs yeah. <laughs> yeah i when i saw all the 50th merch the thing that i was most cool. wanting was that purple bucket hat yes. so if i i found the shop now i can go on her her website get one of her bucket hats and it will be even more unique than the exactly. million people wearing that purple exactly. bucket hat yes we are so glad that we found this super cute small shop um we'd love for you to go and support her and all of her creative disney bucket hat designs they're so cute and yeah. um if you love great. if you love mini ears but they hurt your head <gasps> Ooh. get a bucket hat with Wind. ears on it yeah you really can find cute. them here they're so cute super super cute so you can follow her on instagram it's cute.zo.designs unpopular opinions <laughs> wow okay so when are we going to a studio recording that and making it a jingle <laughs> oh that just makes me laugh every week honestly i just don't think i'll ever get over that we'll put a string of all of the unpopular oh, opinions it's together. gonna be so off-key and uh not great but, but also entertaining unpopular opinion this week is it's Court's opinion because she's fresh off a fancy deluxe resort stay at the Polynesian. Yes. She came back and she told me this and I was like, I think that's a hot take. I think that's an unpopular opinion. Tell him what it is, Court. Okay. Lay it on him. My unpopular opinion are is that deluxe resort rooms aren't that great. It was just eh. Not, not, I mean, obviously all of Disney resort rooms are wonderful. And I was so, so glad I got to stay at the Polynesian. I don't know if I just thought the room was going to be, like, way better than, like, Pop Century. Like, just totally different. I don't know how you can totally, you can make a hotel room that different. You have to have shower beds and, like, the structure of the room really has to be the same. Um, but the modern, the modern take on the Polynesian rooms... Um, with them being Moana themed and then I thought back to like the modern take on the pop century rooms they kind of had the same feel like there was definitely more space in the Polynesian room Uh, the bathroom was slightly larger obviously you're in a deluxe resort so things are structured a little bit differently as far as how the buildings are arranged but the rooms themselves I was like 
if I had come in, if, I, if you had dropped me in this room and you didn't tell me what resort I was in, I probably wouldn't be able to say, oh, I'm in a deluxe resort right now. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Sure. Um, I probably wouldn't say, I'm in, oh, I'm in a, I'm in a value. Because I think there are things about the value resorts that kind of stand out as being a little bit cheaper. But I don't know. There wasn't anything outstanding about the room that I was like, oh, we are in a deluxe resort right now. Sure. I think the thing with deluxe resorts is the convenience of the location. Yes. So that's what that super high price per night is for, is that you're literally right outside the park. Yes, which was amazing and so convenient and helped so much on on my trip with us only being in the parks for three days. Like that convenience saved us so much time. Mm -hmm. And... That was so worth it. And being able to walk to the Ticket and Transportation Center as well and being on a monorail loop, that is just incredible. Um, low bus wait times too. So that the resort, the deluxe resorts, like you said, they definitely have um, that convenience. My opinion was specifically about the rooms. I'm not sure if you agree with me or disagree, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. So. Yeah, we'll post it on our Instagram and see uh, what the popular vote actually is. Thanks for tuning in this week, guys. We really appreciate you sticking with us for nearly all of season one. We've got one more episode. episode. I know, next week. Why don't you tell them what our season finale will be? Well, for the sake of timing, our season finale is going to release on Hallow's Eve. So our spooky our episode number nine is entitled free for all Mm -hmm. which is basically court and i's opportunity to talk about something that doesn't fall within the guidelines or confines of our other episode themes Mm -hmm. and because this episode is releasing on halloween we thought what better opportunity than to use this episode to talk about all things halloween and disney parks oh yeah and disney in general disney movies yeah we've got disney movies disney parks Disney merchandise. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of things. If you love Halloween and you love Disney, then you should tune into the Castle Chat <laughs> on October 31st for a new episode. It'll be our season finale, and we can't wait to wrap things up in a nice, neat bow with you guys and look forward to getting ready for season two. And with that, we'll leave you what we always leave you with. There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you. Go make it magical. See you real soon. Bye.